2: Be Friday, everybody. We made it. Almost to the weekend. It's going to be a little warmer this weekend. Uh, we might get to the 40s. So break out the shorts, break out the flip-flops, and let's have a party. Joe Beamer with you here on the Friday show. Now, I know what you're thinking. I know you're thinking, I hate Joe Beamer's voice. Where are the impeachment hearings? Well, I got good news for you. They are available uninterrupted, on the Radio.com app. There's audio and video on the Radio.com app. Also, we will be giving you updates at 20, 30, 50, and the top of the hour. So, four times an hour, you will be updated. Obviously, if anything crazy happens, which you never know, um, we will break in to me talking and provide you with live happenings of what the crazy is. So if you want to follow that, I won't be offended. You can go to radio.com, go to the radio.com app, and there will be a link right there, the front of the app that has a picture of the president and says impeachment hearings, and you can follow along all day. But if you'd like to stay here with me and enjoy the ramp to Friday, the ramp to the weekend, um, I would appreciate that. And we'll keep you updated. Like I said, the top of the hour, 20, 30, and 50 after the hour. So the snow fell, right? We've got snow on the ground. Perfect time for Christmas decorations to be up, I think, personally. So Monday, um, we put our Christmas decorations up. I posted a few pictures on Twitter, at the Joe Beamer, also on my Facebook page. I was surprised the number of people that thought it was way too early to have Christmas decorations. I, I, I thought maybe one or two would say, hey, Joe, way too early. I was surprised. There were a lot of people, if they didn't say it online, uh, made a comment to me uh, or texted me uh, about how early the Christmas decorations were up. I think that's crazy. I think the earlier, the better. Take in the entire season. I said this about Christmas music, right? You take in the season. Get as much as you can. Snow's on the ground. I think it's a perfect time for those decorations to be up and lit. So I might get into that a little later in the show. We might talk about your uh, Christmas decorations. But first, locally, what's been going on? What's the big story? Well, there was a report out of the Vatican that the bishop will be stepping down. And that it's imminent. And that was the go-to story. That Bishop Malone was handing in his resignation and uh, the diocese would be looking for a new bishop. Well, the diocese and Bishop Malone both say that is absolutely false. That will, that will not be happening. Uh, either way, though, I, I think it brings back up the story or brings back up the question where is the Buffalo Diocese? Where are we right now with the Buffalo Diocese? A lot of stuff happened in the last week. So you had the report of Bishop Malone stepping down. We don't know that may be false. that that may actually come to be. And then we also had the the Bishop that was leading the investigation into the diocese is now been accused. Of misconduct himself. So, a lot of questions, and I think it brings back up that those, those people, uh, brings back up a lot of questions for people, for members of the church, for people who, you know, put a lot of their time into volunteering for the church, uh, working for the diocese. And so, I have a few questions for you. I, I know I, I want to start by saying this is not bashing the diocese. This is not bashing the church. But I think having a conversation like I hope we have today, maybe we could get some answers. Maybe we could see where people stand uh, and what steps not only locally does the Catholic Church have to make, but worldwide. Uh, Because as you see, this isn't just a Buffalo issue. This isn't just a Rochester issue. This is an issue within the church worldwide. And also, as all of this is going on, Pew Research is out with a poll with a study that says religious affiliation is the lowest it's been and keeps on dropping in the United States. Is that tied somewhat to this? Has this been playing into those numbers? We're going to unravel all of that, and I welcome your calls I welcome, where do you stand on this entire thing, be it with the Catholic Church? How does the Buffalo Diocese recover? How do they finally start to get out of this? Because every time it seems they are on their way out of this, they are, they are putting this behind them, something else comes out, or we get reminded, or another, another priest gets accused, or this issue where the bishop that was doing the investigation is now under investigation. Where does this finally end and the diocese and Catholic Church can start recovering so it can get back to focusing on spreading the message? It can get back to focusing on you, the members of the Catholic Church. 803-0930, star 930 on your cell phone. Uh, The Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board is open. I want to talk that and also your opinion on religious affiliation Going on a steady decline. What plays into that? Is it the issues within the Catholic Church or is it something bigger? Um, is it something that I haven't mentioned? Uh, we'll get into that as well. 803 0930, it's Joe Beamer. It is the Friday show. Uh, first hour talking Bishop. Maybe later on we'll talk about those Christmas decorations here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Joe Beamer with you on the Friday show. A lot of things I want to cover in this first hour, or possibly two. I want to talk about Bishop Malone. Now, the rumor was, or the report was, that he was stepping down. His resignation was imminent. Well, he says that's absolutely false. The diocese says that's absolutely false. And now we're left with, well, we have no idea what will happen. Obviously, time will tell uh, what happens when he gets back to Buffalo, but it just brings this back to the front of the headlines. This is now the top of the headlines again. And in the same week this happens, you have the bishop that was investigating the Buffalo Diocese. He now is under investigation on uh, accusations as well. And it just seems every time the story seems to be getting that uh, they seem to be getting themselves out out of this mess, right, getting themselves back on track, more comes out. You now have a list. You now have a list. If you put all the lists together, you have over 150 accused priests. And it's not just an issue here. We saw what happened in Rochester, where the diocese claimed for bankruptcy. And now here, they were allegedly under investigation by one of the one of the best, the Brooklyn uh, Diocese leader, uh, the bishop from Brooklyn. Well, now that man is under investigation after he completed his investigation. So I want to know from you, it, it, it brings a lot of questions up. Would Malone going or staying? Which would be better for the diocese? And how does the Buffalo Diocese get themselves recover from this? I'm not going to say get themselves out of this. That's not going to happen. How do they recover from this? And not just the Buffalo Diocese. How does the Catholic Church worldwide get themselves out of this? Now, you may be listening to this as a non-Catholic and complete disclosure, I am hosting this show as a non-Catholic, but it's still a huge story in Buffalo. All right. Catholicism is the number one religion in western New York, it affects a lot of people and Catholic charities do a lot for this area. So how does that all play out? It, 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 it's in our best interest that not only does the diocese recover from this, but the Catholic Church recovers from this. That, that they can get out of this and go back to doing what they're supposed to do. But it seems with Bishop Malone, that's not happening. So I want to know from you. Would Bishop Malone going be better for the diocese? Would him staying be better for the diocese? Also, how does the Catholic Church get out of this? And religious affiliation on a steady decline in the United States. Does that have to do with everything going on nationwide in the Catholic Church? Or is there something else at play? 803-0930... Let's start with Dan in West Seneca. I hear it's a different Dan in West Seneca, though.
1: Yes, it is. Let me just give you some background. By the way, hello, Joe. Uh, Good morning, Dan. I am a practicing Catholic. Uh, My spiritual beliefs are still intact. I don't have any faith in the bishop. Um, Let me just give you a little more background. I've had quite a bit of contact with some of the priests who have been accused, and one in particular who is from a... uh, a teaching line uh, of priests uh actually offered me a job uh teaching and I didn't do it and I'm glad i didn't um but the the bishop no healing can take place until he leaves because he he says he can be part of the solution, and that's impossible because he's part of the problem um what's really bothering me when and i I think the church could help themselves is there was an article in the paper recently about defrocked priest. There was another long name that they used for it. And they're still on the payroll. And uh, that's very disturbing. These priests should not be paid. Uh, The the diocese explained that um, for whatever reasons, paperwork uh, has been lacking. And uh, how can we continue to pay for these people? Uh, I I, I just can't
2: support that. So, Dan, do you see in the next year, the Catholic Church recovering from from this, or do you think it'll still be a top uh, point of conversation?
1: Oh, I think it's going to linger for a long time. Uh, both
2: of the bishops have to go.
1: Um, the, the the second guy in command, uh, he's he's no better, um, and and I don't know. I, I don't know if the the structure in our diocese it, it may take a generation. I think before it, it, it changes. And and in the parish that I belong to, I see. Fewer and fewer people coming to church. And a lot of that is because we're older and people are dying, and yet there are no younger people replacing us.
2: Dan, you know, that's an interesting point. From the Pew Research poll that I talked about, the decline has been quite steady since 2007. Uh, those who go regularly to church as Catholics has dropped 4%. Protestants have dropped 6%. Do you think this? Plays into that? Do you think this is one of the major factors in people not wanting to be affiliated with a particular church?
1: I think it has something to, to do with it. Um, our, I can tell you the parish that I belong to, I have not seen a decline in contributions. In fact, I think the contributions are up. And I think the reason for that, talking to fellow parishioners, is that they want to support their local parish. You know, they they feel that if Money dries up, then we're only hurting ourselves as a, a local organization. So uh, the, the people that I that I know, they're not going to give up going to church because they have such a strong belief in in their religion and they want to be there uh, on a, on a Sunday for a, you know a communal worship and prayer. So I I I think though in the long run, uh, I I think it, it's going to really decline.
2: All right. Well, Dan and West Seneca, thank you so much for the call. Opens up a line for you at 803-0930. And to Dan's point, into a texter's point, um, Bishop Malone came in here. Now, I, I understand that he took a lot of this on, right? When he was ordained as the Bishop of Buffalo, a lot of these problems, a lot of these accusations were already out out there. All right. The other bishop had done nothing to get these priests away from the churches to get these priests criminally convicted but neither did Bishop Malone and there is evidence after evidence that he knew of particular going ons and let those priests either talk him in to letting them stay at the parish or transferring them to another parish where no one knew why all of a sudden this priest is here but Bishop Malone did, and he did nothing to either have these priests investigated or have these priests criminally convicted, which they all should be. So I agree with uh, Dan and I agree with the texter on the text board. Until he's ousted, this is going to be a problem. This is going to be something that the Buffalo Diocese will not be able to get out of because Bishop Malone Still has all that baggage. 803 0930, back after this on News Radio 930
0: WBEN. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.
2: It is the Friday show with me, Joe Beamer, here on News Radio, nine thirty W B E N. This hour, talking about Bishop Malone, talking the Buffalo Diocese, the Catholic Church worldwide. Um, later in the show, I will be asking about your Thanksgiving travel and your Christmas decorations. So, hang on with that. Now, back to this. Um, there is someone. A little heated on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. And I understand that. Let me start off by saying there's nothing wrong with having faith. And I think, you know, going to church on a regular basis, having that faith, there's nothing wrong with that. And you should never uh, have to end that or question that. But I do think there's something wrong with blind faith and blindly. Just discounting every accuser because it goes against the church or against the church you pray with. Um, again, as a Catholic, this does this is uh, as as a Catholic. It's interesting. It's difficult for me to have the conversation, uh, but I want to throw that out there. I'm not a Catholic, but there's nothing wrong with having faith, and there's nothing wrong with going to church, and there's nothing wrong with volunteering. For the church. Those are all great things. And yes, most priests are great guys. They've given their life to their faith. I am not saying anything poorly about that. However, I think you have to put your church aside. You don't have to put your faith aside, but you have to put your church aside and look at these with a critical eye. Blind faith is not going. You're not going to be able to distinguish truth from fiction with blind faith, because I'm being told on the text board, on the Volkswagen of text board, of Orchard Park text board, that most of these accusers are false, and I don't agree with that. I mean, there's obviously over the last few decades proof that there were some evil people out there acting as priests. There's no other way to put it. There were evil people acting as priests, and they found a way into the Catholic Church. And then when this started to unravel, when these accusations started coming in, at first, bishops from around the country and other priests covered it up. It happened here. It happened in Rochester. It happened in Memphis. It's happened all around the country and all around the world. I think denying it and just discounting every accuser as false is not going to help the diocese and not going to help the church get back to what should be its number one function, and that is providing a safe place for everyone to worship for everyone to pray in, for everyone to go to and feel comfort in a time of need, that should be their number one focus. But you can't honestly tell me right now, with all of this going on, that the Buffalo Diocese or the Catholic Church worldwide, that their number one focus are on those things. Because every time it seems this story is, coming to an end, that it seems these accusers are finally getting compensated and the cover-ups are done, we learn of more cover-ups. We learn of more accusations. Yes, are there probably a few false accusers? Maybe. And obviously, an investigation, a real truthful investigation, by an outside party would find that to be true or not. But when you for decades were covering up accusations by either sending a priest to a different parish or letting that priest talk you into keeping him at his parish, there are going to be a lot of questions. And I think those questions need to be asked. And again, need to be addressed by an outside party. Okay? The diocese just had an investigation, an internal investigation by a bishop from Brooklyn who is now under investigation by himself. I don't understand what the diocese, what the Catholic Church is so afraid of by having an outside party lead an investigation. 803 Oh, 0930, star 930 on your cell phone. I know this guy will have a lot to say. It's Bill and Eden. Bill, good morning.
3: And it's the same, Bill. It's not a different one from Eden. Yes, exactly. And I'm talking close enough, hopefully, to my telephone microphone.
2: You are. I will not have uh, Adam Schiff tell you to get closer.
3: Well, I'm hoping for a good dialogue, Joe, and I'm trying to, to piece together a whole bunch of different things here. I was surprised to hear um, the initial reports from that um, Mr. Lamb in Rome with his reports about the supposed Bishop Malone's imminent, um, whatever that means, (laughs) resignation. It almost seems like Bishop Malone was as surprised hearing about his imminent resignation as, say, like Jeffrey Epstein was surprised that he was going to commit suicide. (laughs) But um, there's so many different things to deal with regarding this. One of the things I wanted to mention right out in case people hadn't heard this before was they could go to the Buffalo Diocese's website, which is obviously buffalodiocese.org, slash protection, and there is a whole bunch of different information on this particular topic, all different kind of facets, the bishops' interviews, the new training that everyone has to go through that deals with children, all the statistics of these incidents that have happened before,
2: Hey, Bill. Yeah? Bill, can I hang you, on, uh, hang you for five minutes? Uh, we got to hit this break so we can hit the 50 update, and then we'll take you right out of that. Sounds good. Awesome, Bill. Thank you. Sorry about that. We, uh, we'll take a break here. When we come back, we'll have an update on what's going on in the impeachment hearings, and then Bill has some more from us. It is Friday. It's the Friday show with Joe Beamer on WBEN. Interesting how the Democrats know why President Trump fired the, uh, the woman speaking. I'm glad they can get inside the president's head and tell us what he was thinking. We're talking everything to do with the Catholic diocese of Buffalo. Uh, It was reported that Bishop Malone was going to be stepping down, handing in his resignation. Uh, So far that has not happened. He says it's a false report. The diocese says they have no word of that. So it kind of just brings everything back to the top of the headlines. Also, The man investigating the Diocese of Buffalo has now himself been investigated. So I'm asking you, how does the Buffalo Diocese recover? How does the Catholic Church recover? Is Bishop Malone the man for this, or would it be better if he did indeed step down? Have you considered leaving the Catholic Church? And a new study from Pew Research says a steady decline of people are affiliated to any one religion, do you think this and everything that's been going on in the Catholic Church it plays into that, is a factor of that? 803-0930, star 930. We had to cut Bill and Eden off because we wanted to get to that report. Bill, again, the floor is yours. Okay, thanks, Joe.
3: I wanted to say right at the top, obviously, the very most important thing is all of those who were abused. We really want to keep them in our prayers, and we really want them to... Um, have as much compensation as much as you could say that anything could ever compensate someone for that but we really want to keep them paramount and that's the most important thing so regardless of what else I might say with statistics or anything like that that's really what I want to have as the most important thing so I want to make sure that that's clear Um, regarding the bishop and you know Bishop Grosch is going to be 75 this coming um, February so He'll be right at retirement age. Bishop um, Malone is going to be 74 in this coming March, and so he'll have like another year if he's able to stay. I'm thinking people have said, we saw, you mentioned the Diocese of Rochester, which declared bankruptcy. It's almost a given that at some point the same thing might have to happen to Buffalo, and I'm thinking since Bishop Malone is so maligned and hated by some or however many people, if we're going to have to declare bankruptcy, you might as well let Bishop Malone do that instead of having some other bishop come in and do that if it has to happen because the next bishop should probably be someone that's people will work with and they don't want to have something else that's, you know, bothering them about him. So let Bishop Malone declare the bankruptcy if that's going to happen and it probably I have no inside knowledge or anything about that, but if it's gonna happen let him do that.
2: But Bill, can I can I ask you this? Um if you do keep him in power Uh, or at head of the Buffalo Diocese, does that impede any kind of recovery effort? Because, I mean, like I said, a lot of these things did not happen under his watch, but he has been found guilty, or at least there's evidence that he has somewhat covered allegations up.
3: Well, I think a lot of what he had done was with, um, not necessarily with any, and we don't want to go by the, just the letter of the law here, but regarding the, the uh, this, what do they call it, the Charter for the Protection of God's Children, which was instituted in 2002, he definitely did follow the letter of that law, and any allegation of any abuse of a child was appropriately handled. These other things that happened more recently were those dealing with adults, in adult situations or things that didn't rise to the level. Maybe you had a, a creepy priest who said something on social media to a child, but didn't have any kind of physical contact or anything like that. So, and in the meantime, the bishop has even come out with, you saw in September, I think it was, now there's actually a protocol that protects adults and from any kind of uh, priest abuse or bishop abuse, anything like that. So he's done these things. He actually sold the bishop's residence he's trying to do what he can and i want to sort of say this too to those catholics and christians out there and myself included what kind of catholic or christian are we if jesus himself said you know when the apostles asked him if my brother wrongs me how many times should i forgive him seven times i mean has bishop malone done anything even seven times you know and jesus said no not seven times but seventy times seven times and he's trying to do the best that he can. So, and we kind of think, like, the church isn't necessarily just this museum for saints. The church is more a hospital for sinners. And I don't really want to, like, equate and conflate the Catholic church with something that these bad men did. You know, the men themselves should be the people that are responsible for it. But nowadays, it's not the same environment or same culture if you will, maybe it's not the word that I want, but you know what I mean, that it was in the 70s or the
2: 80s. Uh, Bill, Bill, thanks for that insight. I always appreciate Bill in Eden. When we come back, we'll be talking to you, 803-0930, star 930. Should Bishop Malone step down? Do you wish those reports are true? Would it be better for the diocese? We will talk to you after Rush and an update from D.C. It's Friday on WBEN.